Welcome to the Blind Android Users Channel. This is your source for everything Android tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 85 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Today is Saturday, July the 23rd, 2022. I'm Warren Carr alongside with my co-hosts. We have the red-headed stranger here with us here today, just for giggles. And uh, <laughs> we welcome Miriam back. I have Fee from London and my buddy, Austin Pinto from India. Coming up today, we have some announcements. And then in our basic Android segment, we'll be talking about that security area and the screen lock and all of that important things that have to do with those things that we need for security purposes. And then in the app of the week, we'll talk about Google Lens, something that most people don't even realize is there. And then we close with the highlights from TalkBack. Fee girl, what's up with you? You're out there in the garden, man. Tell me about it. I'm in the garden because I'm melting. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, in the UK, most houses do not have air conditioning. And earlier this week, we had temperatures going up to 40 degrees, which is 100 and something Fahrenheit. Um, and it was very, very hot and uncomfortable. And then we had lots of rain in London, but some people didn't. Um, and today it's about 26 degrees now. Um, but I'm in the garden because we have a lovely breeze. Um, I mean, it got the heat got so serious. There have actually been some fires in London where people's houses got destroyed and things. It's it's not, you know, it's very serious. Um, so, um, yes, no air conditioning in that isn't fun. Um, other than that, I've written a sermon and been doing mu various musical activities this week. So I've been a very, very busy lady. Great. Just don't melt away because we, we still want you around, all right? Oh, thank you. That's that's good <laughs> that, that's good to know. I shall I shall be preaching tomorrow morning about sandwiches, good among other you. things. Because uh we're doing the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread, you know. Beautiful. Uh let's talk to the red headed stranger. And I'm talking about Miriam here. Uh Miriam You've been gone for a while, but you've got some great news and things like that. We welcome you back to the podcast. Give us an update. Welcome, Warren. I'm happy to be back. It's been a while. And um, I miss you all. I miss the podcast. It's been a <laughs> crazy time. Um, I'm finally out of high school. And um, I'm honored to announce that our... Um, our popular and amazing CSRs episodes are coming back, hopefully starting next week. So yes, I'm I'm happy to be back, and um, it's we're going to have an amazing time. And by the way, I'm not redheaded. <laughs> Just I call her the redheaded stranger because she's been gone so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had to say it. I knew it. <laughs> uh -huh. Welcome back, Miriam. And thank you know, you. we do want to thank uh, Karen. Uh, from Lebanon, who had kind of like fill in your shoes for quite a yeah. while in doing some of those CSR um, uh, you know, series. And we're so thankful to Karen for doing that. Austin, 
Tell me, man, give me some of that mango drink, bro. What's going on? So the rain has finally stopped here for almost three, four days. I don't know when it's going to start. So it looks like we are also going to melt shortly. In fact, we are melting currently. It's freezing plus melting together. And I've ordered the Pixel 6a. I've pre-ordered the unit. And I should be getting it by next Saturday, the 30th or whatever, 28th or 30th. And then I'll unbox it for the podcast. Wonderful. You know, I also ordered the uh, Pixel 6a. And mine is going to be here on the 28th. Uh, So... But Austin is going to be unboxing it for us. I think I'm just keeping mine for my daughter, so I'm not going to even open that. Let's now talk about announcements. Austin, what do we have in announcements? So at last, the Blind Android Users website is ready, and you all can come there and listen to the podcast. We have a new podcast player. Also, we have made it easier to download the episodes They are being served by OneDrive, so it's very easy to get the episodes from all right back, episode one onwards. And also, we have one feature we had to remove was that people cannot submit articles themselves. If you want to submit articles, you'll have to email them to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. And we will put your name there as a credit. So we'll be crediting the article to you, but you cannot submit the articles. And that is because not many people were submitting the articles, but we are getting a lot of spam registrations and all those things. So that's what we have done. And regarding other tech announcements, Google just launched the Pixel 6a. In fact, they're launching it for on 28th, but they have launched it for pre-order. And Google Audio Switch is come to Android now. So Warren, do you want to talk about Audio Switch? So the Audio Switch here, basically, so it's something that, uh, this is how it works. So let's say I have two devices going on. You know, I got, I'm watching something on my phone and then, you know, maybe a call comes in on another device or whatever, then um, I can switch that call to the one that I'm actively using. But the thing is that it's only supporting the Google Buds Pro that's just uh, launching this. uh, Was it coming this? I don't remember. I think it launched with the uh, Pixel 6a. I I don't remember. Uh, But so... Google is also going to be rolling that to certain headsets. I think the uh, Sony and JBL headsets are going to have that functionality, but something that's been opened up now. So we'll have that. And so, you know, if you're looking for that kind of functionality, make sure that the next headset you want to get will, will be equipped with uh, audio switching. And so basically that's what that is. Let's now move on to our next segment. And this is the Android Basic segment. Today, we're talking about security, smart lock, 
find my device and all of that good stuff. So we're going to talk about this area and I'm going to give a quick overview of what it is like on the Pixel side of things or on stock devices. And then I'll have Miriam look at what it is on a Samsung device. And thank God, you know, we have people on our podcast that do have Samsung devices. And so we'll compare the two and then we'll talk about some of these things that matter most to us. But for now, here's my overview or rather what we have in stock devices, especially on the Google Pixel phone. And here's what I have on there. Let's now take a quick overview of Security, screen lock, find my device, app security. Let's now go into this area and have a quick overview of all the items that are in here. The whole idea is for you to be able to go in here and look at the items and make adjustments if necessary. Security, screen lock, find my device, app security. I will now tap here to activate. Security, navigate up, button, out of list. Upon getting in here, these are the items that we'll find in here. We have the heading up here at the top, and of course, that will say Security. Then going down, I get Security may be at risk in list. Security may be at risk and Two warnings. I've got two warnings. And moving down Check app access to your account. Check out access to your account. Dismiss button. And I could tap to dismiss that, which is just the right of that. Take action button. And there's a take action. We'll get to that here in a minute, but let's keep going. See all warnings too. See all warnings. There are two warnings that I have here, and they have to do with app-specific passwords that I had created uh, for my Outlook accounts on two laptops. Um, and so that's what that is. In other words, it's just going to be asking me, hey, do you still need this or do you want to get rid of them? Uh, that's what that is about. Let's keep going. App security, play protect scanned yesterday. That's a play protect security, app security. Find my device on. Find my device is on. In other words, if I misplace my phone, I could simply ask another device to hey, find my device or go to my computer and say, find my device. Next. Security update. Update from July 5th, 2022. Next. Screen lock pin. We got screen lock pin. And then to the right of it. Settings button. There's a settings. So I could go in here if I want to change it to something else. For instance, if I want to change it to patterns or if I want to change the uh, pin to something else, I could tap here to go change that. Next. Fingerprint unlock. Five fingerprints added. Showing items 4 to 15 Fingerprint unlock, and I'm told that I have registered five fingers. Google security checkup. Check app access to your account. I could go in here and check out check out the access to my account. Google Play System Update. Update from July 1st, 2022. Let's keep going. Advanced Settings, Smart Lock and More. Advanced Settings, Smart Lock and More. And that's the last one. The ones that I want us to take a look at would be the Advanced and Google Security Checkup. Check app access to your account. We'll tap here. 
Google Play Services. Navigate up, button, out of list. I'll put my finger now um, in the middle of the phone toward the top. Issues found in third-party access. Tab, expanded, selected. So the first tab that is selected here, it says uh, issues found in third-party apps. And like I indicated earlier, it has to do with my outlook on my laptop. Tab panel. Do you still need these app passwords? Heading 3. App passwords let you sign into apps and devices that don't support two-step verification. If you no longer use these apps or devices, remove their app passwords so they can no longer access your Google account. Learn more. Heading 4. App passwords let you sign in. And that's exactly what I was talking about. It has to do with my Outlook uh, on my laptop. Do you still need these app passwords? Heading 3. And here are those. HP laptop upstairs. There's my HP laptop. And of course, that's the Outlook on there. Last used July 22nd. And then? Created October 28, 2021. And? Remove. I could button. remove it if I no longer need it. Outlook on new Dell. Heading. Outlook on my new Dell. Last used July 16th. And? Created November 4th, 2021. Or? Remove. I can button. remove it. Next. Show others for. Show others for. Issues found in your devices complete seven recommended actions. Seven Tab, collapsed. Actions. Your saved passwords check your passwords. I tab, tab here to go check my saved passwords to see if there's any breaches or whatever problem there may be. Safe browsing, turn on enhanced safe browsing. Tab, collapsed. And? No issues found in recent account activity activity from the last 28 days. And? Tab. No issues found in two-step verification. Two-step verification is on. Need help with account security? Contact Google One Support for direct help. And that's the last item there. Now I'll go back and go into the advanced. Security. Google. Advanced settings. Smart lock and more. Tap here. More security settings. Putting my finger near the top of God. More security settings. Device admin apps, no active apps, in list. Keep going. Encryption and credentials, encrypted. Trust agents, one active trust agent. And if you tap in here, that's just Google and that's the smart lock. And that one is turned on. App pinning, on. App pinning. Confirm SIM deletion. Verify it's you before erasing a downloaded SIM. Switch, off. And you could turn it on. In other words... If you want to make sure that it's you who is wanting to delete this your SIM card that is uh, eSIM, then you could turn that on or else when you say, hey, erase my SIM card, it'll just erase it. I have mine turned off. Open source licenses. And that's the last item. And that's a quick overview Security. of what these Advanced things are. Setting. And we'll now talk about those things. And that's what it is on a Pixel phone. Uh, Miriam, would you help us show us what it is like uh, on yours and if there are any differences? And if so, where are some of these, these things found on a Samsung device? All right. So basically, um, we have the... Biometrics and security. It's called... It's in the settings. It's called biometrics and security. 
Um, here we have search set Google Play system update June 1st. Google yeah. security. Google Play protect app scanned at 12:59 a.m. The Google Play protect and when it was last scanned, um, you can definitely rescan through Google Play if you want to do that. Security update June 1st, 2022. Um, the last security update that was um that was installed and it's pretty like it's similar to the Pixel. Google Play system update June 1st, 2022. The Google Play system update, which is also the same as the Pixel. Find my mobile on. Find my mobile. It's on. Find my mobile. Samsung Pass use biometric authentication to verify your identity easily and securely. Now, this is something that's like that's different from the Pixel phones, which is the Samsung Pass. The Samsung Pass, I find it really cool because it's it's actually the same as um, Apple. When I had an iOS device, I used to just scan my fingerprint when installing apps or um, if I want to like enter a password or anything, I can just actually authorize certain apps in which I don't have to um, put in my password. I would just save the password into Samsung Pass and whenever it's required, it would just pass it through um, using my fingerprint, um, which is pretty similar to what happens in iOS devices with which you can just install apps after or like um, pass things through um, using your fingerprint without needing to enter in a password. Secure folder, keep your personal files and apps safe and secure. This is the secure folder. It's actually one of the, the amazing things too. If you enable that, you can add apps or files to the secure folder and it will you will be the only one who can open it through fingerprint lock or um, password. And also you can disable that and enable it through the uh, quick settings too. Private share. The private share. Now, this is something between um, only Samsung devices with which you can privately share files and apps um, only with Samsung devices. Install and known apps. This is the install unknown apps. You can here add permissions um, to which we can install like unknown apps. For instance, if you got a file on uh, WhatsApp, you can just give it a permanent permission to install apps without it asking you um, to allow that every single time. Other security settings change other security settings, such as those for security updates and credential storage. This is the same as the uh, Pixel device too. Looking for something else? Now we have the looking for something else and I'm going to scroll through it because it's also really important. Screen lock type. We have the screen lock type and I was going to talk about it because uh, when Warren was actually showing the settings, he had his lock screen, the smart lock in the security settings tab. But here we have the smart lock in the lock screen um, uh, settings and I will show you that in a minute. Battery and device care. We have battery and device care, which is not kind of it doesn't relate, but we do have it. Permission manager. We have the permission manager um, that we can give permissions to apps that can access microphone, camera, storage, etc. Now they um, we are done with here, but I want to show you the smart lock thing. So we're going to back out of this. Back button settings settings location location. Privacy from biometrics and lock screen. Screen lock type bullet always on display. It's right above it, the lock screen. Lock screen. Navig lock screen. Search settings button. Screen lock type password. Smart lock. We have here the smart lock. Screen lock type password. And um, the fingerprints. But with the um, Pixel phone, the fingerprints were there in the security. Not here. Smart lock. Secure lock settings. We have the secure lock settings. 
Always on display. Always on display. And the other stuff are, is not really related. So I feel like this is actually a kind of um, it's it's kind of cool splitting division between both. I feel like they have to be here, but also it's a good thing that Samsung, you know, does this. Um, you're looking for something else heading with which you can find the lock screen thing. Um, if you can't find it, if you're kind of used to um, the uh, pixel stuff, or if you're new to Samsung, also you can definitely use the search edit box. Wonderful, Miriam. And you know, this is one of those things that I've always talked about. It's kind of hard getting used to, and Google does this all the time. And so when I look at the other guys on the other platform, I'm talking about, I'm looking at you guys from the Fruitvale side of things. You know, there's that uh, continuous, is always the same thing. So there's no change, even if it's a new device. You're familiar with it and you're very familiar with it. You know, no surprises here. But see, Google keeps regrouping things and you thought that you have it down and then the next iteration of the OS comes through and things get regrouped. And that's the problem we have on the Android side of things. And so, but, you know, in a sense, it does make sense, but you want to keep people in the know because you don't want people to relearn the stuff again and again every time that you have a new OS. And so if I have any beef with Google, it has to be with the fact, it has to be uh, the fact that, you know, this constant changing or regrouping items, you know, it, you're kind of making people learn things all over again, even though I like the fact that, you know, we have all of these things in one place. That is good. Um, but uh, there's things in the Samsung one that I really like too that, I think we could have in ours too, but we don't. But I'm glad that we have the two because I know we have our listeners that have Samsung devices and it makes sense for them to hear what we have um, on their devices comparing it to what we have on stock devices. And so let's talk about some of these items. Which of these items, guys, do you find to be of importance to you that you think you can't live without? Let's talk about the fingerprint is this very important? I know some people love it. Some people don't don't like it. I personally like the fingerprint. Uh, as you could hear mine, I have a total of five. I love the fingerprint. Yeah, I personally do too, especially um, with the fact that I can also, as I said before, with the Samsung Pass thing, they just make life very easier and um like unlocking the screen very easier and safer too. I feel like just once I touch the fingerprint sensor, I can just unlock the screen um, without needing to, you know, type in a password and all that. Um, and it's at the same time, it's actually a safe option. It makes my device more secure. So I, I definitely love it. Yeah, and it's better than Face ID because someone else could actually pay for their stuff with your phone without touching it using face id whereas fingerprint you know you have to touch your phone in order for for that payment to go through um apologies it's suddenly very windy out here um yeah so you you have to um you have to touch the phone with the fingerprint sensor whereas you don't with the face id so i think the fingerprint is more secure I also like the fingerprint sensor, but one of the 
problems that I have with Google is that they don't bring the face unlock to the pixel. That is the problem, and I hope they do that in the next year's phones. Well, so the phone that only has the face unlock on a Google Pixel phone will be the Pixel 4. And to be honest, I, I really like that phone because it's just absolutely beautiful. I, I kind of prefer the face unlock over the uh, fingerprint, if I were to be honest with you guys, because I don't have to touch anything at all. Uh, all I have to do is just hold the phone and... <laughs> Voila, there it is, uh, unlocks my phone. And I really like that. And I was actually disappointed when the uh, Pixel 6 uh, didn't come with the face unlock. And we kept hearing rumors and rumors that Google was bringing this to the Pixel 6. And we'll see what happens. I'm not sure if that's going to be the case, but uh, hopefully maybe uh, the Pixel 7, but from all indications, the Pixel 7 is not even going to have the face unlock either. But I just kind of got used to the fingerprint lock and most especially the in-glass, the in-display one. Um, I know some people yeah, like that, that, you know, in It display. takes some getting used to that one, doesn't it, at first, the, the in-display it, it one. Yeah, it but, does but take Warren, used to. Warren, you say you can do a face unlock without having to touch anything. You just have to hold your phone. Well, presumably, in order to hold your phone, you do actually. Have yeah, to right. <laughs> touch the phone. Unless you can hold you can, it without. You know, unless it. you can look at it. You know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, and, and yes, you can. You can. You can stand. You could have no, like a music stand, but for well, <laughs> well, in reality, let me say this: with the Pixel Four, I can have it across the room, and as. As soon as 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 soon as it sees my face, it it'll unlock. Yes. Yeah, which is I, do, I don't have to have the phone in my hand. Okay. Okay. No. What if it sees your face and it unlocks and you don't want to? <laughs> like, what you know, do you, you mean? don't want to unlock it. Like, if if it sees your face and it was across the room, for instance, and you don't want to unlock it, it just well, like... and you can turn that feature off. You can, <laughs> okay. It's a feature you can turn off. Um, to say, hey, you know, don't unlock me even if I'm away from here or, you know, I'm I'm not ha having it in my hand. You can turn that um, off. I so that really, I really like it. No, it's not no, annoying. Think, it's a very good... Uh, much, much better. <laughs> well, you know, so these are what we call the choices. Uh, frankly, I find the face unlock better for me than, you know, the fingerprint. And most especially on that Pixel 6 series where a lot of people are having problem with the fingerprint, uh, the face unlock would have been a better um, implementation. And um, how does that go when you're uh, in a shop paying for something wearing a mask? Now that's a good question right there. <laughs> well, if you are in in a shop and and you have to use a mask, I, I don't know what one would do. Well, you just have to temporarily, um, you know, move the mask down and just quickly unlock your phone. I mean, it's see, not like why, a, this is know. why I like the fingerprint. You see, is it just it just works? The only time it doesn't work is when I've just come out the bath for a few minutes. I think my fingers get wrinkly yeah, in the bath or something. Yeah, when you dry your finger, yes, that happens with me too. It's I've, even really... even when I've dried them for a few minutes, they're yeah, it they, takes a little bit, bit. Yeah, they they don't. Yes. Yeah, they you, you don't people. register. 
Yeah, so yeah. there's always a trade-off somewhere. There um, is. There know, is. So it's I, just I, I don't tend to go to the things. shop right after my bath, usually, though. <laughs> 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 and also, I mean, whichever of these, I mean, you can always type your passcode instead, can't you? So, But it's like you say, it's really good to have the choice. Exactly. Because um, and... on iPhones, they're, they're, you often don't. You have one or the other. Yeah, which so is, is good. I don't know why Apple did that. Like, I'm still wondering why Apple decided to to do to no, it's like make this choice. I don't know. Maybe it's to have um, you know, fewer things that it has to do. Oh, I don't know. It's it's very weird. Probably but, to um, kind of. Well, I think they kind of want to don't you don't want they don't want to make it as expensive as it would be with the fingerprint sensor. That no, they and they want to, to make it with... smaller, maybe. But yeah, um, it's yeah. Oh. But I like that's one of the reasons I really like Samsung phones because they give you the choice. Exactly. Like I, even if, like I had this A7 2018, which was like a mid-range phone, and it had both, which yeah. is like an old phone. <laughs> I know. I I really love that. I think it's fantastic. They also have this thing where you can draw a pattern, but I've never done that. But um, um yes, and they have the same thing like accessibly. I can't remember what it's called. Um, if you can't use the pattern thing, um, you can just draw as a blind person. Actually, it, it's it's made for for blinds and visually impaired. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't tried that, but yes, um, it's it's. I do love the choice they give you. I think in some ways they give you more choice than Google phones actually. Yeah. Um, and I I like that. Yeah, I, uh, fingerprints my favourite though. I think you might have gathered that. <laughs> oh, Wonderful and if you girl. if you if you're in if you're in the rain, that's when it also might not work. But then the face one might not work either. So yeah, that's a problem. But the good thing though is that we always have that pin there as a backup. One could always use that pin instead uh, in the event that neither the face lock or face unlock nor the uh, fingerprint is working. We have that pin to fall back on. Now, so let's talk about one of my favorites. I, I lose my phone all the time. Uh, you guys make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I put my just, phone just somewhere. <laughs> I put my phone somewhere and or I'm out desk. there, you know, cutting my grass and I put it out on the deck and I forgot the damn phone is out there. And I, I'm in the house looking for the damn phone and to find my device. And all I need to do is, you know, say the magic word to my one of my speakers or, you know, you can even go on your computer and tell it to find your device. I really like that because then it's blasting your phone out there with the alarm volume and then you can hear it and go find that phone do you guys find that feature a good feature i really like that feature it's brilliant but i don't use it much because um maybe it's because i don't mow the lawn i don't know <laughs> uh, but no it is it is a brilliant brilliant feature that i always turn on yeah, I agree with you. It's it's very really good because I I mean I don't lose my phone as much, but yeah, I mean it's it's cool. <laughs> Especially because we have the same thing with the earbuds, and I usually use them um lose them more. I don't know where they are, so I just you know hit the phone. Do they make earbuds. a noise? Yes, do the they earbuds do. make a noise. Oh wow! Yep. Because even I, if I had I had a uh, Galaxy Watch, which doesn't work anymore. Well, it when you turn it on it gets really dangerously hot so yeah i don't use that anymore but that used to have a 
a find my phone thing and that was very useful as well but uh yes that watch is uh going up to join all the other watches in the sky because <laughs> uh it's dangerous now unfortunately yeah actually it kind of it gives you a sound even if like one of the earbuds the right one of the left one is, is like it's it fell under a couch or something I would just make this bird sound that gets louder and louder um, until you hold it and just turns off. It's great. What does it sound like? Uh, in the earbud. Like, I can actually show you how it sounds like. Oh, yes. There you go. There you go. It sounds like a bird. Yes. <laughs> oh, how funny. <laughs> And are these One... Samsung earbuds? Yeah, they're the Galaxy Buds Live Pro. Oh wow, that's amazing! And Love once that. you once you like they're connected now, we could, they're connected, so it stopped uh, making a sound. Maybe that's gonna be what I buy for Christmas for myself. I love them to be honest; they're they're amazing <laughs> compared to other earbuds that I've tried so far. Do they do they have noise cancelling? They do, yes. Yeah, they do have noise cancelling. Oh, uh, thanks for that good. demonstration, uh, Miriam, because that's why I like to find my device. You know, you could find things in reverse, whether you're finding the phone or finding your earbuds or whatever. So it's a nice feature to have. It is, yes. Another item that I think is of uh, importance, you know, everything is important, really, but, you know, um, some things kind of, are more important, if you will. Uh, I think I like the, um, you know, the smart lock or smart unlock. In other words, if I have it on my body or if I'm holding the phone, it should just be unlocked. I kind of like that too. Although I don't have that feature turned on to where if I have it on me, I think Google introduced that feature with the uh, lollipop. I think that's when we first saw the... Um, you know, a smart unlock. and Or if I connect a device to it, like I connect my Braille display, then it should just automatically unlock the phone and things like that. So it all depends on choice, 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 and people can choose what they want to do. So I think that's another good one. So the Samsung Pass, which you can um, authorize certain apps, which you don't have to enter a password, just the fingerprint. Um or if you want to install apps with the fingerprint, not let anyone else do it, you know. Yeah, we have that on the Pixel phone too. Yeah, you can do that. What's that? What do they call it? What do Google call that? It's just to authenticate with your fingerprint. So, for instance, if I want to install an app, um, you know, I tap install, I have to, you know, I don't need to put in a password. I just touch my fingerprint or use my face unlock uh, to install that. Or if I want to log into, say, my bank or something, I don't need to put in my password. I've already enabled that uh, fingerprint or whatever. And all I need to do is just either touch that fingerprint or, you know, uh, do the face unlock and that's it. So it's the same thing like what you're talking about. Your so Samsung do you app. authorize it for like separately for every app or you just do it generally? Because I feel like this is, you know, the uniqueness of it. Uh, no, you, you authenticate it for like there's some apps that if I don't 
want that to use that if I want to enter my password instead. Like, for example, you know, the Play Store, I could choose to uh, not use that, but use my password instead. Or I could choose uh, my bank to not use that, but use uh, my password instead. So you have the choice whether you want that or not. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I didn't know that. Right. Let's now move on to our next segment, and that will be the app of the week. And like I said earlier on at the opening of this episode, I'll be talking about the Google Lens, something that a lot of people haven't kind of taken advantage of. And so now here's my demonstration of a Google Lens. For episode 85, App of the Week, I am demonstrating Google Lens. In my never-to-be-humble opinion, the Google Lens is probably one of those most important apps that one could have on his or her phone. In the same breath, this app happens to be underused and underrated by most users because people are not familiar with the Google Lens. Therefore, this brief demonstration is intended at showing you a general overview of what Google Lens is and some of the things that Google Lens can do. For today's demonstration, I'll be utilizing my Pixel 6 Pro running Android 13 Beta 4 and TalkBack 13.0. For speech services, I am using the Google Speech Services. I am on my home screen now and will navigate my way to the icon for the Google Lens, which is found on the search bar at the bottom of your screen below the dock area. So it's the icon to the right, bottom right, to the right of the voice search icon. I'll now move my finger to the right. Google Lens button. And there it is. I'll go ahead and tap here to activate it. Google on top, pixel launcher on bottom. Search with any image. Google Lens uses what your camera sees to find results only while the app is open. Google Lens is not all-knowing and is not always right when recognizing certain objects, text selections, or other things. Upon opening up the app, we are told Google Lens is not all-knowing. Of course, Google Lens cannot be all-knowing. Only God can be all-knowing. So. You have that disclaimer right there at the get-go. Privacy policy and terms of service. And below all of that, we have something that says... Open photo gallery button. Open photo gallery. I'll tab here. Google Lens. Search with your camera, row one, in grid, three rows, four columns. Upon tapping on Open Photo Gallery, we are here on this screen. And the first item we heard here is search with your phone. And that also shows a little preview there of the camera at the top. And below that, Images, Row 2. We have Images, and there's a button below there. Image, Button, Row 3, Column image, 1. Button. And that's because... There's already an image that I had captured earlier or is seeing it from my phone uh, from a receipt that I had sent out and therefore automatically is kind of seeing that. But now the most important thing here is to go back near the top 
in the middle where it says search with your camera row one search with your camera you need to tap there and that's where we need to tap i will therefore tap here upon tapping on that now we have the full view of the camera so the camera is now showing us whatever we're pointing it at and now let me show you what we have near the top part of the phone we have this button starting from the top left close button out of grid we have close so if i tab here it will close out the app moving to the right toward the top right corner we've got turn flash on button turn flash on moving to the right more more options button and that's on the top right corner there's the more options in there and i do want to mention here that there's no such a thing as settings so tapping on the more options is not going to take you to where you could find something called settings instead all that you'll find here would be things like feedback terms and condition and donate your lens images and things like that that's all that you'll find in the more options at the bottom, however, we have some buttons. And we actually have two rows of buttons. The first row only has two items. To the left, we got... Select an image from gallery. Select an image from gallery, which means if I tab here, I could go choose something for my pictures or whatever and have it described or tell me as to what it is. To the right of that is an all-important item, which is the shutter button. Shutter. And this is the one that one will tap on to capture pictures and things like that. Now I'm going back to the bottom row, and this is the one we got. All the different modes here. We've got like five or seven tabs. The first tab here on the left, starting from the left, is... Switch to translate mode in list switch to translate mode in other words if i had captured something and i want to translate it into some other language i'll tap on that to do the translation and things like that going to the right we've got switch to text mode switch to text mode this is where you could do things like ocr and by the way this supports handwritten material so you could actually capture material in handwritten format and have it OCR it for you into readable text. Let's move to the next item. Switch to search mode selected. Next one is the search mode and that's selected by default because on the previous screen we had tapped on that search with your phone. Therefore, that is the default. Moving to the right. Switch to homework mode. Switch to homework mode. If you have a student and they're struggling with math or something like that, they could use this actually to help them with their math problems and things like that. Let's move to the next. Switch to shopping mode. Showing items ah, 1 to 5 of 7. Shopping mode. A lot of us do shopping from home these days. And so this mode would actually make it possible for you to shop for things. You could take a picture of something and it will show you where you could buy those things and gives you different prices. So you choose the price that's right for you. Moving to the next item. Switch to places mode. Showing items 5 to 7 of 7. Places mode. 
This is when you can shoot a picture of a building, most especially public buildings, and it will tell you what that building is and gives you all that necessary information about that business or that building and things like that. So this mode would come in handy when you're out and about or touring a place you've never been before and you're seeing these buildings and you want to know something about those buildings, you could use this feature to uh, get information about such buildings. Next item, which is last but not the least, probably my favorite. Switch to dining mode. Dining mode. Grub. I'm talking food here. So if you like food, if you're like me and you kind of like your food, this is a good one. In other words, I could go to that dining mode and look for food there, or I could take a picture of some food. It'll let me know what it is and where I could find such food if they are near me and things like that. I'm not going to go into all of these, but I just want to show us maybe a couple of these, most especially the text tab, and then also we'll look at the shopping tab. So I'll now tap on the switch to text mode. Switch to text mode. Here is switch to text mode, and I'll tap here to activate. Text selected. Showing items 1 to 4 of 7. I have switched to the text mode, and now I'll point it to some text. I got that Baha'i book that I got here that I use in demonstrating text now and then. So I'm going to stand up a little bit so my voice may be a little bit away from the mic. But I'm going to stand up and try to capture that. The one thing to bear in mind here is that it does not have like a guidance where it tells you move your phone left or right or up, that kind of thing. We don't have that. So you want to make sure that you actually put down the phone in the middle of the page and slowly lift it up so you have a balance, a good balance of where the page is and making sure it's getting all those corners. Therefore, I am going to do that. All right. Okay, let's see here. Now, I'm going to tap on that shadow button because that is the most important thing and that will take the picture of this page. Shutter, out of list. Looking for results. Search this area. There we go. I tapped on the shadow button. Now that I have taken the picture, if I put my finger down near the top. The next activity for this class is a game called Giants. I put my finger down, so it's talking about what it has just captured. Now, we don't have anything there near the top necessarily, but now at the bottom, we got some new buttons. And I'll show you what we got. Text found in image, collapsed. And going down. Detected. Text, shopping, places, dining, homework. Did you find these results useful? And then below that. Select all button in list. On the left, I got select all and to the right of that of God. Listen button. Listen and then to the right of that, I have that either yes or no of the question that we had above that says, did I find these results informative or not? Yes, these results were useful. Button out of list. Or? No, these results were not useful. Button. Now, let's go to that listen. If I tap on that listen. Listen button. 
melt and his pride and arrogance disappeared. F. Unfortunately, the charcoal was gone, but E. W. O. M. Baha rose to go. The merchant also. Now I'm going to put my finger down and tap on the pause, which that button has turned into. For this class is a game called Giant. Detected. Pause button in list. Resume button. I tapped on pause and then it turns back into resume. Now let's go to the left of that, which would still be the select all. Select all button. Let's go ahead and tap here to select all the text. Looking for result detected. Text, shopping, places, dining. Now that I have tapped on select all, that select all now turns into copy text button. It turned into copy text and then to the right. Copy to computer button. Copy to computer. In other words, if I tap on this, it'll copy it to a chosen computer that I have that is connected to the same network that this one is connected to. So in other words, you want to make sure that the computer you want to copy this to has to be on the same network that your phone is connected to. So in other words, the Wi-Fi that your phone is connected to also has to be the same Wi-Fi that the computer you want to copy to is connected to. I have two items or two computers on my network at the moment. And if I tap there, I could choose whichever one of those I would like to copy to. And once you find that and tap on the chosen computer, then it will send it to your computer. And once you go back to that computer, all you need to do is simply open up an editor on that computer and do Control V as in Victor to paste. And you'll have the same exact uh, text that was scanned here. To the right of that, we got Listen button. We have that Listen. And then to the right, Translate button. Showing items 1 to 4 of 5. Translate. And the last item there would be Search button. Search. Now let's go ahead and tab on Translate and see if we could translate it in, into some other language. Translate button. Translate. Navigate up button out of list. Upon tapping on translate, we're now on a different screen and it has my text there. But near the top, we've got English detected in list. It says English detected. If we tap here, it will take us to where we could choose a language. I'll tap here to show you what I'm talking about. Translate. Translate from, out of list. So we hear translate from, and then we have... All languages. All languages, and below all languages we've got... Afrikaans. Afrikaans. Download Afrikaans offline translation file button. And if I don't have that language pack, as you can see, I'll need to download that in order to be able to have that translation take place. Albanian. Albanian. Download Albanian offline Amharic Arabic Download Arabic offline trans Armenian And on and on it goes, so it supports a bunch of languages here. And so, for instance, if your language is not, or is not near the top because it's alphabetical, on the top right corner, there's a search. So, for instance, I'm going to search for Spanish. Search button. 
translate from three period edit box. Now I'm going to tap Spanish or just SP. S. I got Showing S. Now I'm going to type letter P. P. Showing item one of one. It says showing item one of one. So I'll put my finger near the top. Spanish in list. There's Spanish and I'll tap here. Keyboard hidden. Translate. Spanish in list. English U.S. QWERTY keyboard hidden. Showing item one of two. Meltan his pride and arrogance disappeared. F. Unfortunately, the charcoal was gone, but the Wombaha rose to go. The merchant also rose and treating him with great respect and honor. The next activity for this class is and again called Giants. In Two children stand side by side and the left leg the other child. Then they walk from one design variation. There we go. I just paused that reading or that readout. That's how you go about the translation. You can also select a particular word and do a lookup or do a pronunciation and things like that. And that's it about the text recognition. I'll now go back. Saved button. Now that I went back to the previous screen, we hear it say save. And that's found near the top left corner. And if we move to the right hand. Account and settings. There's account and settings. And then going to the bottom part, starting from the left. Spanish button. There's Spanish there on the left. Going right. Swap languages button. Swap languages. And then below that, there's a row starting from the left. Conversation button. I could turn into conversation and to the right of that. Start dictation button. Start dictation and on the right corner. Camera button. And there's camera button. If I tap on that, it will take me to a new camera translation or whatever. I'm not going into that. Looking for results. Now I'll go back to the main UI of the app where we have our scan. Oh God. Rear this. Now... I'm going to close out of this. So I hit the back button again. So I'm now out of that scan. And I'm still in the main UI of the app with the camera view. The next item I want to show would be the shopping mode. I do have a bag of gummy bears here. Or actually this time it's gummy worms. One of my favorites. prefer the bears though, but I could not find it. So this one will substitute. I'm going to capture a picture of this, so I'm going to tap on shopping. Switch to shopping mode. Showing items 5 to 7 of 7. There is my switch to shopping mode. I'll tap here to activate. Play shopping. Showing items 3 to 7 of 7. And you can feel some vibration when you see something. And then I'm going to tap on that important button, which is the shutter button. Shutter, out of list. There we go. Looking for results. Left edge of search area, left minus 5%, slider. There we are. Now put my finger down toward the bottom where the results are. Bottom edge of search area. Great value gummy worms, candy. There we go. That's my result. And if I scroll down... It will show me where I could find those things and their prices. Looking for results. Collapsed. Image number one for great value gummy worms in list.
Visual matches, out of list. $5, in list. $5. Walmart.com, great value gummy worms chewy candy, 48 ounces, U2 offers. And if I move my finger to the right, because this is arranged in rows. $18. This one here that says $18, and if you move below that, it tells you where it's coming from. Amazon.com, Jolly Rancher Fruity Bash Hard Candy in Resealable Bag, 3 Bag, U2 Offers. All right, if I scroll up or scroll down some more. $6. And I move my finger down to know where that is coming from. Amazon.com, Jolly Rancher, 1 Bag Misfits, 2 in 1 Gummies, 2 Flavor Candy, Green Apple Plus Cherry, Blue Raspberry Plus Watermelon, Strawberry Plus Lemon, 3.25 ounces, 21 U2 offers. And to the right of that, $30. And let's see where that's coming from. Amazon.com, Jolly Rancher Hard Candy, Fruity Bash, so as you can see, it matches that to the fact that this is a candy and shows us the different stores that you could find that or find alternatives for and how much those things would be. And that's how you go about using Google Lens, which is a very important app. If you've not been using Google Lens, maybe this will help you to start getting to use Google Lens. That was the Google Lens. And now to close this week's episode, we turn on to the highlights from TalkBack. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. This is installment 45. In our last installment, installment 44, we started the four-finger gesture heading. Today, I'll be looking at the second entry under this heading. For today's demonstration, I'll be utilizing my Pixel 6 Pro, running Android 13 Beta 4 and TalkBack 13.0. For speech services, I am again utilizing the Google Speech Services. I am on my home screen now and will navigate my way to the TalkBack menu. And today, just for giggles, instead of tapping with three fingers to invoke the TalkBack menu, I'll simply be swiping down with one finger and curving to the right, just for nostalgia's sake. I'll therefore now swipe down and curve to the right to enable TalkBack menu. TalkBack menu. Actions in list. I am now in the TalkBack menu, and... The item that we're looking for here is the TalkBack settings. I'll put my finger down and tap on TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. Here is TalkBack settings, and I'll tap here to activate the TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. Navigate up, button, out of list. I am in the TalkBack settings now, and if your phone is not tall enough, you probably will need to swipe up with two fingers from the middle to scroll down this screen so you can get to the item that we're looking for. And the item I'm after here is the item that says Customize Gestures. I'll put my finger down toward the bottom of the phone and tap on Customize Gestures. Customize Gestures. Here is Customize Gestures. I'll tap here to activate this item. Customize gestures out of list. 
We are now on the customization page of our gestures. The next thing we would want to do here, though, is to change that granularity to the heading granularity. And if you've been following us for the past few weeks or months or whatever, you by now know that we either swipe up and down with one finger in one fluid movement to change the granularity, or we could simply swipe down with three fingers or swipe from left to right or right to left to change those granularities. As you've known me saying again and again, I tend to prefer the scrubbing up and down with one finger. Thus, I will now scrub up and down till I hear it says heading. Speech rate. I'll swipe up and down again. Windows. Do it again. Links. Do it again. Controls. Do it again. Headings. I am now in the headings mode. Now that we are in the headings mode, all that needs to happen is simply swipe down with one finger and keep doing so until we get to the four-finger heading. Here I go, swiping down with one finger. One finger, heading, in list. Here's the one finger heading, swipe down. One finger back and forth, heading. Keep going. One finger angle, heading. Showing item 7 to 17 of 52 fingers, heading. Showing item 17 to 26 of 51. Keep going. Three fingers, heading, in list. Here's the three finger heading, and one more swipe down. Four fingers, heading. Here is our four fingers gesture heading. As I indicated last week when we started on the four finger gestures, the first item that we looked at was the tap with four fingers practice gestures. Was the tapping with four fingers to practice all those talk back gestures. The next item we're looking at here, which is the second item, will be double tap with four fingers open tutorial. Showing items 36 to 45 of 51. Double tap with four fingers to open the tutorial. In other words, if you're looking into TalkBack tutorial, simply tapping with four fingers twice would open up that tutorial. Thus, if I double tap now with four fingers, that should open up the TalkBack tutorial. I'll do that just for giggles and see what we're talking about. So I'll tap twice with four fingers. Tutorial and help out of list. There we are. Tapping with four fingers twice or double tapping with four fingers now places me in the tutorial page of TalkBack. Tutorial in list. There's a tutorial. Practice gestures. And I could tap there to practice the gestures, just like we saw last week. To open that practicing gesture, one could just tap with four fingers. Help and feedback. And there's the help and feedback. You want to send some feedback to TalkBack developers. This is where to come, and you could send them feedback. That's the short description of the double tapping with four fingers to open up the TalkBack tutorial. And again, like I've said again and again, you could always change this into something else if you'd rather have it perform some other function other than doing the default. And that concludes this gesture. And that concludes that highlights from TalkBack. 
And now we bring this to a close. Austin, how do people get hold of us? So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandreducers.com. They can browse our website, blindandreducers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandreducers. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandreducers, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. Well, that's it from us, folks. Thanks for joining us this week. We're looking forward to catching you guys next week. And from me, it's goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.